0: Hello and welcome back to the podcast. We are off to an interesting start today, considering I will be holding a brand I will not mention, although you can maybe see it if you're watching. You can probably tell if you're watching. This is not an advertisement. I just need Mm -hmm. ice on my finger because I grabbed my curling iron today for whatever reason um, while I was getting ready. Yeah, yeah, I need to slow the f- down because mellow out. Genuinely, I just lost my second pinky toe nail. That's in the last month. That's tough. Dubbed them both in a rush. Lost at it. the same time no, or on sep- different
1: occasion. Then that's when you know it's a problem. Is when it's different reoccurring. Occasions.
0: Yeah. Different occasions in a small
1: window of time. Probably not ideal. Yeah.
0: So I need to calm down. And now I'm burnt. So I'm just holding this cup. And you might hear the ice in the mic, but just please ignore.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, also, this past week, I think we mentioned in the last episode that I was going to be doing a gingerbread making party. I believe so. I and, believe
1: this was referenced. And to be honest,
0: at the time, I was thinking, like, is that a childish thing to do? I'm not sure, but I'll tell you what. What? Not childish. It's not for the kids. I'm telling you right now, this it's is a t- warning for any parents who think, oh, so cute, we're going to make gingerbread houses. Don't. I mean, our friend group was actually struggling. Multiple gingerbread houses collapsed after like 20 minutes of working on them. I literally had to restart, which was fine because I ended up winning the competition. I had to toot my
1: own horn. But um, I want to see a photo of which one was yours. because I saw the photos of the various houses in said competition.
0: It was a blind vote. No one knew whose was whose. And I would did like to vote? know.
1: Yeah, I did vote. I was a part of the vote, so I wanna know who I voted for. We'll put
0: the pictures up. Um, but yeah, I ended up somehow winning, even though I was literally the underdog in the situation. I I was working at my house for twenty minutes, finally got it to stay together. By the way, the house like that we were at, I destroyed. There was icing everywhere. On my pants, on on the floor,
1: everywhere. Is this the first time that you've made a gingerbread house? Like as an adult? No. And so like you've done one in Yeah, your but seniors? I don't remember
0: it being that traumatic. And I don't really? know why it was this time, but it was actually a mess. And That's I tough. ate so much icing during the process because it just kept getting everywhere. So like to like go along, I was eating it. Mm-hmm. I felt so sick after too <laughs> so from eating sugar. so much icing. Um so it's not for the week and it really pissed me off too because after we were done I was getting gingerbread making house no gingerbread making gingerbread house making videos on TikTok right and they were beautiful and I'm like how did these people do it it doesn't make any sense to me but I heard I saw a trick on one of the videos you decorate the pieces separately like while they're flat so you yeah. can draw on them and whatever and then you connect them once they're dry we didn't know that. We thought the first steps I have was seen that was connecting tip.: them. Yeah. Um, because I was also going to say if you do it, buy the ones that are already put together because those exist now.
1: They do. They but sell them at Target.
0: I, I wouldn't even do that because it's not going to be easy to decorate. Though. Yeah,
1: it would still be a little tough to decorate. Um, I did want to say I would consider myself and Brian because he does help. To be an expert gingerbread maker, I did insert a photo, and we can add this in here as well, of the pink chateau that we created.
0: Did you last glue year. this together? I or did We icing it. That's we used cheating, hot glue. immediately cheating. We used we talk-
1: hot glue. We started with icing and it was starting to fall apart, and then we used hot glue. So
0: we specifically said no hot glue. That would be not fair. Because that's like I mean, the- I
1: mean, I think some of these pieces are held up with the hot glue, but the hot glue definitely helped. You can see that's why the candy canes are on the front
0: of the house. And, well, that would have solved all our issues, but we wanted it to be authentically crafty with the icing. I mean,
1: this pink chateau looked pretty authentic and pretty cute, and we do plan to make another one. We made this one, I think, the day after Christmas would, last year. I would
0: do it again with hot glue, but I wouldn't do it again with icing. I mean, it was... Like yeah, a, that, it and it's disaster. just
1: frustrating at that point if it just keeps falling apart.
0: Oh my god, my I love crafting. My morale was so low, so low, because as soon as yeah. I would get confident, fall apart. I'm like, great, thank you. This is exactly what I needed. Um, holiday cheer. Ex- speaking of holiday cheer, I also went to an ugly Christmas sweater party, which is a vibe. Is a vibe. But I got a sweater just from Target. And honestly, it wasn't ugly. It just had that pattern that you think of when you think of ugly Christmas sweaters. Right. So I got it. And it was, like, still a cute sweater. But I felt so bad because when I got there, somebody was like, oh, I saw this at Target. But, like, I didn't think it was an ugly sweater. So, like, I didn't wear it. And I was like, oh, shit. I mean. And then someone after was like, oh, like. Do you think this is I ugly? They this sweater. No, like, they wore it for just a regular holiday party. Uh-huh. Like, as a cute sweater. Yeah. And I wore it as an ugly sweater. So, like, So, they felt offended. They felt offended. And I was like, no. Like, I just got it because of the pattern. Yeah.
1: And it's, I mean, it's like the shadier nice crew necks. They're not necessarily ugly. I would say they're pretty cute.
0: It's just the pattern. It's
1: just the pattern that makes them the classic exactly. ugly sweater.
0: Exactly. I mean, that's at least what I think. Same. Th- I mean, that's what I was going for.
1: Um, I think you achieved that. I saw the little video; it was cute.
0: Thank you. You're welcome. But yeah, I felt bad. I was like, no, I'm not saying that it's an actual ugly sweater. No one needs like, to be offended.
1: Um, that's tough.
0: But yeah, you had you had some fun this weekend for your birthday.
1: I did. Um, as we mentioned. Multiple times on the podcast, I did go to my favorite place, that is Disney World, with Brian. Um, We spent a few days there. Um, Some highlights drinking around the world. You saw, I think all of my friends saw bits and pieces of me. Oh, your videos. Drinking around the world because I thought it was a great idea to film. Here I am with my first drink in Mexico. You did not even do all
0: of them. Oh, I did. You? did. Okay. I you just I only got got a couple. Yeah,
1: I'll show you them all after. It, you can tell when I'm at country one, and then because there are eleven total countries, I have never and probably will never again have a drink in every single country. But it is not for the week of they heart. Do
0: actually drink them? Because I I was debating. With Tracy
1: while we were at this
0: party Saturday. I'm like, Do if you I think was drinking, she drank them all. In I the drank. There's no way. You know how much liquid that is? I don't even think you could drink that much water in a day.
1: I drank up until I think country four or five, my drinks. And then Brian and I split, I think, for the next five countries' drinks. So I had at least a sip or like half a drink in every single country. A
0: sip though?
1: Well, one one or two of them were gross. No, I'm not
0: blaming you because, like, there's no chance it's I could drink tough. 11
1: drinks. It's tough. And it was just.
0: Especially they're like, some of them are very sugary. Some of them are. They're oh, yeah. All one different was. Theme.
1: The second one, well, we started with a Marg, and that one was strong. Second one was a Vikings coffee, which was just like chocolate syrup, like frozen See, coffee. So that's
0: why every time you mention it to me, I'm like, I don't know if I would actually even enjoy it because too many it was kind of like those christmas drinks that we made yes. for the bonus content. So good. It's like once you have like a sip of one you're
1: like, "Oh, delicious," but like I'm good. That's where the sharing came into hand with some of the sugary ones. Yeah. All in all, it was a pretty good pretty good trip. There was a minor as what some news outlets want to consider a minor or mini hurricane on the like south part of Florida, so there was a lot of rain and wind.
0: But it wasn't where you were. It was just like the no, yeah. It was just the the aftermath of it. it. So
1: that's. I mean, that's good. Could have been worse. Could have been worse. But Um, we thrive.
0: I was kind of wondering, like, how the weather would be in Florida. And
1: normally, it's really nice in December. It's like seventy degrees, so it's not too hot, not too cold. It's after hurricane season, so it's usually not too rainy.
0: Yeah.
1: Um. We just got pretty, you know, a little unfortunate, but never a bad day in disney we powered through the rain we had a poncho raincoat it was
0: good times
1: good times good vibes
0: um except except your experience
1: at dinner at dinner we were brian and i genuinely thought we were being pranked because and i told you and evan about this when we were on our way over here today so brian and i you know we get we get done with our really rainy day we just want to put on some warm clothes watch the Lions game, have a nice dinner in this like Italian restaurant lounge at our hotel. So we're sitting there. It's chill. It's casual. And then this group of people come and they are like up by the bar. There's not a ton of like seats around. So this woman and seemingly her mom just based off like the bits and pieces we hear sit at the bar. And then the table behind us is the dad and the girl's boyfriend, husband, whomever. Um, and they just start talking so loud to the point where I think everyone in the lounge could hear. And this girl, I did not know if she was speaking to her boyfriend husband or her father, but every five seconds it was Daddy, 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 do you like the tear suit? And sue? But
0: also to to preface didn't you say she seemed like she was probably in her 30s yes
1: yes that was what i like typecasted her as and she was yeah it was not like a young girl like she was out here drinking like probably was at epcot before this daddy do you like your espresso martini daddy's martini looks a little full do you want another martini daddy and
0: also interchanging with baby yes and
1: then she kept saying baby baby and i was like what is the dynamic how here? How awkward
0: do you think it was for the guy, whoever is her husband boyfriend, to not also look when
1: she's saying
0: he like not knowing. I like, think what he if, might have been. And I couldn't. What if see. she's calling me right now? Because what I was
1: it? sitting like, I was sitting facing the TV, and the bar was to my right, so she was kind of to my right, and I was trying not to look. The table was behind me. Brian was to my left, so he could see the whole situation. So I just want to be like, who is could looking see- when she's saying this? Like, is she calling her boyfriend? daddy and baby interchangeably in front of her parents um I don't think so based on what I gathered well still an awkward scenario it to was so weird, and it did not stop I was about to start counting how many times she was saying you should have took
0: a drink every time she said it I really
1: needed to I would have
0: got you worse than uh around the world
1: honestly I would have been hammered
0: that's so funny um
1: well in some other hotel news
0: speaking of I don't know. We, we kind of talked about Vegas a few times in the last we have They've
1: episodes. Um, making headlines.
0: But a new hotel just opened there, the Fountain Blue. And it was this big opening. They did like a whole thing. And supposedly, allegedly paid Justin Timberlake $6.1 million to perform for the opening night. He also placed the first bet at the casino. Um, but there was some drama surrounding this for two reasons. One, he does this performance and then posts a photo of him and his wife, Jessica Beale, mm-hmm. after the performance at a hotel walking down the hallway. And it wasn't the Fountain Blue that they stayed at, it was The Win. And so The Win mm. sees that they're staying there and not at this new hotel. They take it as a marketing opportunity. Of they course, post, they
1: did. They
0: post it to their own. Page saying everyone ends up at the win.
1: I that mean that's clever. That's really and clever.
0: So they obviously they ended up taking it down. Obviously it didn't look too good for him that he no, oh performed there and didn't stay there. But people were saying maybe it was because the hotel wasn't open prior and they might have came in early, so then they don't want to move hotels. Right. But regardless, it just didn't look good. Not a good look. But then also he performed Cry Me a River, for the first time in years. And he prefaced the song by saying, No disrespect, and then did the song. Just went into it. And so obviously everyone was like, Oh my God, he's talking about Britney Spears because this song is about her. Oh yeah. And he hasn't performed in so long. Well, she responded with an Instagram post. Of course. And it's now deleted, but the caption was, Oh, Jesus Christ, the stories I could tell on the set of this one. There's always more to the story, and that's not even half of it. It was shot in Arizona in 120-degree heat. Two different version videos were shot for this song. Most boys say, oh, I'm shook. P.S. I never mentioned how I beat him in basketball, and he would cry. No disrespect.
1: So out of
0: pocket. Well, you know, in her memoir... She talked a lot about her relationship with him, right? And so I guess maybe that compelled him to perform. I think
1: that's exactly what did song.
0: it, um, but definitely not a good response. And I don't think Britney fans were too happy. But for whatever reason, she deleted the post.
1: So interesting, very interesting. Lots of
0: drama. Um, but yeah, it was like one of the biggest hotel openings in Vegas in a while, which we always talk about. Like we're not that.
1: Not that compelled Vegas. to go to Vegas. Brian and I were actually just talking about that because when we were at the airport, the gate next to us was going to Vegas, and we're like, "What if we just did a switch up and like went to Vegas for the weekend? Like, what would that be like?" And we're like, "Doesn't seem like our vibe."
0: I think if you like gambling, it'd be a lot of fun, but, but that's it, just, I just not what I'm into. Same. Um. But other than that, it just doesn't entice me too much. I actually just watched this show on Netflix that came out. It's new. It's called Obliterated. And kind of a wild show, by the way. Like, warning. Like, there's so many uncalled for sex scenes, I feel oh, like. Oh, oh. Um, but it was good overall. It was mm-hmm. like an action show about people that work for the U.S. government saving Vegas um from, like, I don't know, just saving Vegas. There's a bunch of things going on. And it was actually pretty good. And it made Vegas seem a little fun. But then I was like, uh, eh, I don't know.
1: Vegas is like, and I feel like I had the same perception of Miami before I ever went there. My, they both just seem very overwhelming, very overstimulating, and just not a good time.
0: I, like I feel like there's
1: no, no chill... Q no, you're not vibes. Going, you
0: are not going to Vegas to chill. Period. No. Which I, I don't know. That's kind of what you want in a vacation.
1: Not chill or chill? No, chill. Yeah, no, I definitely so want to go, chill.
0: Yeah, that because that's how I am too. But we did I think I talked about this before, maybe. We had to stay, we had a flight that got overnight there, delayed mm-hmm. or whatever. So we stayed there for literally one night and Evan just Thrives like absolutely loves really? it, but he loves blackjack. Yeah. so he and he also team. got pissed because I think I said this too. I ended up winning like four hundred dollars playing blackjack with Did you them. really. And I, but
1: I don't and
0: like. I was it's just not, wasn't fun. It. You
1: were just it was just something yeah. to do, and he you were was there. so
0: pissed. He's like, you sit down and win four hundred bucks. Like this I feel is like what that's I always how try go. to do, and I'm like.
1: <laughs> Yeah. beginner's luck or something like that. I know.
0: I agree, but yeah, I don't know if I could do it cuz even for like bachelor bachelorette, we've talked about it, but it's just like he would probably thrive, but yeah. I feel like by the second day I'd just be like, "Uh, can we like chill somewhere?" Yes,
1: with like more calm vibes. Yeah.
0: But continuing on some vacationing going on right now. Mm. That we could also probably never um, there no. is there's no way, no way, a nine month long cruise that everybody's talking about right now. A lot of people on the cruise are actually sharing their journeys on TikTok, so it's kind of going viral right now. But this cruise is 274 nights, 11 world wonders, 60 plus countries. So you can either do the full the full nine months at one time or you can pick segments and go into smaller segments. There's four different segments. Um but the price supposedly the range from if you go to one segment or all of them is from 66,000 to 112,000 per person.
1: That's insane. I have so many questions about this cruise.
0: Same, but I thought this was kind of interesting. Some people were saying they feel like this is a good deal because you're not if you work it out where you're not paying for a place to live at the time, yeah, this includes all your food, all your laundry, all your groceries, all your normal expenses that you would have
1: right. in the real
0: world, but you, right. it's all included in this. So at the end of the nine months, are you really saving money and you're on vacation or are you spending money?
1: Potentially, but are they working at the same time? Because that was one of my initial questions. That are people working from home? on these boats or are they just there? I mean, maybe a mix of both.
0: I think there's definitely some people who are going to try to swing it with the Wi-Fi. I don't know if it's going to go well. I think there's no. going to be a period of travel where they're like, "Oh my god, why did I try to do this?" Um, but yeah, I think some people are for sure going to be trying to like work from home there. It
1: doesn't seem like I don't know. I get very motion sick very easily. I have gone on two cruises in my life, once when i was very little and then once when i was like 22 and i was motion sick the whole time seasick which is wild do it.
0: they say that cruises are supposed to be not motion sick and
1: i was
0: i definitely do get motion sick out. if the boat is like very, very rocky, rocky but normally i think i'm okay um
1: imagine being just motion sick for 9 months
0: i don't think you would do this if you got motion sick you never know um That would be really concerning. Also, though, there are a lot of people making TikToks about this because they're just saying they're concerned. They feel like people are going to become like alcoholics because they just have unlimited drinks for nine months. People are going to cheat on people because you're going to be on this boat with 700 other people the whole time making connections, making friends. And then people are also concerned about illness. Like what happens if everyone gets sick or like a lot of people get sick.
1: Um Bro, these poor – could you imagine being on this boat right now? Because apparently this isn't the first ever, like, multi-month, nine-month cruise. Being on this specific cruise and realizing that a large portion of TikTok and of the world are just, you. like, watching and projecting all of this, like, crazy dialogue. People are treating this as if it's a Bravo –
0: I wish show. It was. and I
1: have, I've seen and that. Why haven't want it. they done that? I'm you know, I wouldn't be surprised if I mean, they have nine months. There could be a camera crew that gets sent out there and starts filming a documentary or something out there. Oh, they should. I and I think it could happen with this specific cruise because there's so much interest in what is going on. Whoever's on these cruises like good for them that are doing TikToks because people are invested like, very invested in what's My
0: happening. My biggest concern that with this whole thing is what did people pack?
1: You would have had to pack like you were going on the Titanic. When you they brought those, pack, like, big-ass trunks.
0: Yeah, like, you would have had to pack snow boots, bathing suits. They're literally going to every single kind of weather you can get. Dude, this is. And what are they doing? Like, are they laying out? Isn't it going to be cold in most spots? Like, I did
1: see lounge chairs in some of the TikToks that I seen. I did watch one tour of the boat. Um, there's a lot of stuff on it. It's really hard to say, but I have the same concern about when people go on shows like The Bachelor, Bachelorette, where they don't know what the weather is going to be the whole time. You can only pack so much with you, and then what? Yeah. Like you're like not sure. I mean,
0: I guess you literally just have to bring one of everything. Like one. I big would coat, do so one. unwell oh, I would, with that. Oh. We
1: are chronic over chronic overpackers.
0: I mean, a weekend trip is you're checking a bag for sure. Oh yeah,
1: I was gone for three days and I had a largest size suitcase, very large, largest one you could get. That was at forty nine pounds, plus a rolly check on bag, plus my big ass backpack that had all of my toiletries in it. So, what what did I have? I don't know, but I had everything I needed.
0: Yeah, and in this situation, I feel like I mean, I've never been on a cruise, so I don't know for sure, but I feel like the rooms are way too small to bring everyone be bringing that much stuff, like enough stuff for 9 months, like when you think That's about a it. A lot of stuff. You have to basically bring like I don't know. You just it would be very difficult to pack for, I feel like. Um, especially too like if you are trying to work from home there I'm assuming you're working in your room and you just have nine months worth of stuff in there
1: I just can't imagine the commitment to like take nine months of your life to go on a cruise and to just say I'm gonna forget all of my obligations back home miss out on whatever happens between now and what August they're gonna be on that like Think of the holidays, the birthdays, the anniversaries, the events. I don't know. I just feel like a lot changes in life in nine months. You could literally have a baby. Like somebody could get pregnant this month on the ship and give birth by the end of the cruise. Yeah. It is kind of wild to drop everything and go on a cruise. I'm not
0: gonna lie, the website was enticing. Really? Because like if you're somebody who has this bucket list of seeing all these things. I feel like for a lot of people, there's not really an opportunity that you're going to do all of those things separately. Yeah. So to get it all done at once, if that is something that is on your bucket list to see, this is like, I think the most easiest bang for your buck way to do
1: Brew. it. True. So, so I could see it
0: for the people who really care about their
1: bucket list. That is true.
0: I don't even think I have one.
1: A bucket list? Yeah. I don't know if I'd necessarily do either.
0: I'm just living life.
1: I'm living life too. I feel like when I was younger, I was like, oh yeah, I want to skydive and do this and that. (laughs) Couldn't be me. I no, Couldn't be you. Couldn't be me after my frontal lobe developed, because once (laughs) that thing was done, I'm not getting in a plane and jumping out of it ever, ever again. Um, too many scenarios that could go wrong. Um, but I don't really know what I would say. At one point I wanted to go to every single state and go to like a sporting event, like a football game or a basketball game, baseball game whatever in each different state just cuz I think that would be interesting to see the different stadiums. But I don't know. I I don't ever intend on doing that and I'm like I'm not going to be not content with life if I don't do that. Yeah. I, I think, think I just said it.
0: I think the craziest thing for me is not traveling places because when I go, I feel pressure to see everything. Oh my gosh same. so then I just don't go. And then like that is like makes no sense at all Yeah, and I need to stop doing that because when you immediately said like I wanted to go to every state, I I could do that and I would want to do that. But then I would be like, oh my God, well, I went here, but I didn't see this, this and this. Mm-hmm. So like did I even go? And Dude, I think that's the kind of pressure that I would it feel. It is pressure.
1: Why do you think I keep going back to Disney? Because they've got so much stuff there that I, <laughs> I just up. keep, no, I swear to God, everything we did on this trip was stuff that we said we wanted to do on the last trip that Brian and I went on there and didn't get to do. And now we have a longer list of things that I feel like I still want to do there.
0: I know, but then do you ever think, like, instead of doing that, like, wow, we could have went to... Alaska
1: or like. No, yes and no. Yes and no. I do think of that sometimes, like, dang, we probably could have gone like somewhere new. (laughs) But I also get anxiety about going new places. Like, I feel like I have my little routine. I know the area. I feel very safe there. So I can just go and, even though Disney's not that relaxing, relax in a sense because I know what's going on. Whereas when you go somewhere new, you kind of got to be on your A game to like, to your point. Know know where things are and not, like, waste time doing things, not to say out of order, but in a way that isn't time efficient. Because I feel like I did that when I studied abroad in Italy. We, like, just happened upon the Trevi Fountain and then, like, I don't know. We were just, like, doing things, like, really out of order and just, like, could have done a lot more with our time. I feel like that's
0: better in a sense because there was no pressure on it. Yeah. But... And then that's also my fear, too, is, like, if you go somewhere and you take all this time planning it and then you're, like.
1: It doesn't live up to it. Yeah. That's a, that's a, that's always a fear of mine. I think with every vacation, there's, like, a lingering thought in the back of my head, like, am I really having fun right now? Or is, like, (laughs) this just, like, what I planned out to do, but I'm not actually having fun doing it? Like, I think any trip that's, like, a little, like, intrusive thought in the back of my head, like, did you even have fun? Or Which is like weird.
0: I know. It's it's like a weird anxiety around traveling uh-huh. that I think we both kind of get. And that's why sometimes I'm just like, eh. I just want to be home. I'm cool with staying home.
1: I like being home. I like comfy clothes. I like. <laughs>
0: you can wear comfy clothes.
1: Anywhere. I kept saying that. On the this past trip, I was like, that's a great part about Disney. They don't care what I wear. I can wear sweatpants <laughs> Meanwhile, wherever I want. No
0: one cares what you wear anywhere. No. Um, I can wear sweatpants anywhere.
1: Dude, yeah,
0: I know. Because I've got a plan, like, I don't have to plan it. I'm, like, looking forward to it. But even with the honeymoon, I've been feeling so much pressure to pick the right location. What right. if we pick the wrong location? And- yeah. You know, I've just been feeling a lot of pressure around it. And it's like supposed to be such a fun experience. But yeah. when you have travel anxiety, it's just like, God, and what if we go to th- that place and we don't see the things that we should
1: see and right. It's just, yeah. That's one of the overwhelming things about like a Europe trip or something like that, because you wanna go relax, enjoy your time, but there's so much there and throughout all the countries and all the cities that it's just the yeah. beast in itself. Overwhelming. Maybe that's yeah. why people use like travel agents, probably.
0: That's probably yeah, yeah, that yeah. Makes <laughs> a
1: lot of sense. I've thought about becoming a travel agent on the side multiple times. I really, I did a class um, so for my plan major. My
0: trip. Is what you're saying?
1: I could if I really took the time. I do love planning a good trip, but just. Well, not. I know
0: who to bother now. Yeah. Um. <laughs> This is so random, but I had to bring this up because I was thinking about, like, on this cruise, they're obviously getting off and exploring these places. Yeah. And I don't know if Alaska is on this list. I'm sure somewhere with polar bears are. And I was thinking about it. Mainly I thought about it because I, for some reason, am on Bear Talk. I get videos about bears all the time.
1: Interesting. I'm not really sure. Are you accidentally on the STEM channel on TikTok? What's that? Okay. Let me show you for 0.2 seconds because this was the craziest thing that I realized that I was one time. I go, wow, when did my TikTok become so educational and why am I getting so like- Shut up. Yes. Like why is why am I learning so much from this? Why do I feel like these videos are trying to teach me something? So if you look here on your TikTok, there's your for you page. If you swipe to the left, it becomes TikTok shot, mm-hmm. which I still don't understand. And following and explore. Following? No. STEM. Oh no, mine's not. You don't have a stem. Mm-mm. Randomly.
0: You were on that.
1: Randomly, I'll just be on this one out of nowhere. And you won't notice. Look at this. NADP plus is a molecule that accepts and delivers two electrons and one hydrogen ion.
0: What does that mean? I what mean, does it that's represent? Literally, science talk. No, it is science. I, I'm talk. on like just a bunch of different kind of animal talks. I think and bear is one of them. Interesting. Which that's, I don't know. It feels and very. I, th- specific. You guys, this is not like a specific. There is no aisle for this on TikTok. It's just something that, like there is no swipe over to bear talk, but I just get it on my page. Uh-huh. I don't know why. Um and one of them was, and I also think I thought about this because Evan like will randomly be like, oh it'd be cool to go to Alaska and I know cruises there is a that specific cool. cruise for to go to Alaska. Um but apparently that's where polar bears live. And apparently and I didn't know this. I just found this out. Polar bears are considered marine mammals,
1: which... Wait, they are?
0: Marine mammals, yeah.
1: I thought that that was a question you were posing in today's show notes, was are they marine animals because they're always be in the water.
0: They are marine mammals. They spend more time in the water than on land.
1: How long can they breathe underwater?
0: I'm not sure, but I also found out (laughs) that if you encounter one... You're gone. They do not care and they will commit. Crime. Crime. Against <laughs> you. Wait. Seriously. That's really sad because they seem so. Aren't they so cute? And like I would always see videos I'm like oh my god they're so cute like I want to pet it. And then like no they will. They will attack. Attack.
1: and Without question. If without if no questions
0: asked. Without any. They won't even ask you anything first. Just you won't even be, be able to attack. think you're
1: just done. Correct. In probably a really tragic way.
0: Tragic, yeah. Wow. Ah. Um. So they say if you encounter one, like oh. you have to find somewhere to hide, like in like a hide immediately and lock the doors. And what like if there's no shelter? Inside. I feel
1: like if you encountered a polar bear, this is just my personal thought. No, because listen. it's just snow and nothing.
0: Because did we talk about this before? I swear to God, I to- maybe I just told you this long, long time ago. I saw a video that there's a certain town. In Alaska, where everyone keeps their doors yes. unlocked so that if Wait. people encounter polar bears- Wait, I didn't know they kept them unlocked. Co- they, uh, the certain town, everyone in the Is town- Is it the town where they
1: all live in the same building?
0: No, I don't think so. There's a building they all keep like their that. doors unlocked. And so if anyone ever encounters polar bear, they can go inside and lock the doors.
1: That, so- that sounds like a lot of trouble. Um, I would not enjoy keeping my door unlocked because if that's just, you know, like the norm, like you run in someone's house if there's a polar bear, like-
0: Not the that- house, the car. Oh, the car? The cars. Everyone keeps their cars unlocked. Interesting. Yeah. But the saying is, if it's brown, lay down. If it's black, fight
1: back. If it's white, good night. I don't think I could fight back against the black bear.
0: I don't think you actually fight. They just say, like, make yourself as big and loud as possible, and they get (sighs) scared. Apparently, that's the saying, and they, yeah, will attack.
1: And they also, polar bears can only hold their breath for two minutes underwater, which seems like a very short period of time, considering they spend most of their time in water. I
0: guess this is something I don't understand, which we're getting way too deep into this, and we'll move on shortly. But you know how, like, they say rhinos or, yeah, no, hippopotamuses are so big that they just sink to the bottom and they're actually running. They're not swimming. Yeah, they don't
1: swim, yeah. How
0: Is a polar bear just out here just swimming around. Like, I feel like it's a big creature. I feel like it's almost as big as a hippo.
1: I don't know. Animals are swimming effortlessly.
0: Like, I feel like even if my dog went into the pool, like, if Wolf went in the pool, I feel like he's too big to swim. (laughs) Like, I'm not judging him, but, like.
1: I mean, like, whales swim. Yeah, but, but they're, they're like a fish. fish. Yeah, a mammal doing it is a little... we got
0: to sound, because I feel like we're sounding like we're not on STEM talk. No,
1: but I do know, I learned this, that dolphins, they can't breathe underwater. I mean, they can, but like not for long periods of time. They have to come up for air Yeah, every so often. Spout. And basically, when they sleep at night, because it's like, oh, well, if you need air to breathe, but you're sleeping, how does one do that? They have a function in their brain that turns on when they're sleeping that can help protect them from potential harm and allows them to sleep underwater.
0: Why don't we have that?
1: That's what I'm saying. That would be sick.
0: I feel like we're like one organ away from mermaid. <laughs>
1: from what being mermaids (laughs) i thought you said we're one organ away from being murdered (laughs) by dolphins no probably i bet i bet mermaids exist there's no way i mean i feel like we have a lot of organs that like you can live or with live you could live with or without so why can't we just like we
0: specifically don't yes we do we have like one
1: you could live without your gallbladder? Okay, too. Your tonsils, your adenoids?
0: Those aren't
1: Your appendix organs. could come out? The
0: appendix and the gallbladder organs. I don't think I'm pretty sure you organ. can live with
1: one kidney. Why can't we grow something <laughs> oh that like Oh
0: We're getting way too deep into Like so that just crazy. don't know enough. I don't
1: have tonsils. <laughs> <laughs> or adenoids.
0: I don't do even you know what an
1: adenoid is? I don't know. It's something in that general vicinity. They just took them.
0: That's fine. I don't have an appendix, so. <laughs> they just
1: took that. They just took that.
0: Next thing you know, we're gonna be missing an organ. You know. Um. Yeah. No. We we definitely just went down a rabbit hole. That is pretty much all that's going on this week, though. But we do have some shady stories for you. Let's get it. Let's get into shady story number one. I was home from college for Christmas when I was 18, and in my freshman year, we always celebrated Christmas with my dad's side of the family at my grandma's on Christmas Eve. My uncle's wife, my aunt through marriage, is very outspoken and abrasive personality type. That Christmas, she started reprimanding me in front of the entire family, claiming I wasn't thanking people for my Christmas gifts while we were all opening presents at the same time. I have no idea where that came from. From. I was fed up and super pissed to be called out like I was a child. I was a legal adult at that point and she wasn't even my mom. So I called my best friend who lived nearby, same best friend I rescued the pitbull puppy with that summer, wink wink. She picked me up since I didn't have my car. I told her I was late for my period and just didn't feel like dealing with my aunt that night. So we came up with the idea to find a store open late on Christmas Eve to get a pregnancy test. We finally found an open drugstore, got a test, and went back to her house to take it, fully expecting it to be negative. It came up bright and positive immediately, and I was shook. I had to go home and get through Christmas Day with my family, acting like nothing was wrong, but I just found out I was 18 and pregnant. My daughter is 18 herself now and just graduated high school this year. She's a beautiful and wonderful young lady that I love very much. I've told her the story about how I found out I was pregnant on Christmas Eve, and me and my best friends still laugh about it to this day. Merry effing Christmas to me!
1: That story took a wild turn. Like I did not expect it to go from yeah, I was pretty pissed at my aunt too. Oh, and then I was pregnant.
0: Yeah, I mean, I guess it was a blessing in disguise that you like needed a reason to leave, and that's true. Was just like, oh, let me
1: just see. Yeah. Just and for there funsies. Was just for funsies. So casual about it. Yeah, I thought we might as well go to a drugstore, you know, pick one up. Pregnant. Well, it all worked out in it the It did. End. Beautiful full circle moment. Shady story number two. We got to jump back a couple of months. Beginning of March, I started a new job with a good friend, and I was telling her how I was hooking up with my ex again. She proceeds to tell me that a girl at our work used to talk to someone with that same name. His name isn't that common. So on my first day, I brought it up and found out that it was the same guy. And it was whatever, honestly, and she talked her shit about him too. We never had any issue. We just became friends when we found out our good old boy's other's ex was stalking us on both of our Instagrams. Well, jump to now, and I noticed I wasn't seeing the girl I worked with Instagram stories and happened to follow it. Happened to follow her on a different page and she had a story up. So obviously she was blocking me from the stories, but why? Well, good old boy lives around the block from me. So one night when I I was driving home to his house and whose car was in it, of course, no one else but the girl I work with, I was so baffled. How could she be so upfront and honest with someone and find out that she's being a snake behind my back? Needless to say, we still work together. So I told her not to speak to me, but of course, I had to be a little petty. So while at work, I played the song, quote, use a hoe, and I said, yours a hoe, or use a hoe, and I sang along very loudly, but I have to learn to work with someone who did me me dirty like that. I feel like that's just awkward. I just wouldn't. It's so awkward. I hate it. But also, why did
0: they pretend to also be like, oh. Yeah,
1: oh, F that guy. He sucks. And then she just went right back to him. Yikes. Mm -mm -mm. Not cool.
0: Not good. I feel like we haven't been rating them.
1: No, I don't think we have. We forgot the last, like, multiple. I think all last week we didn't. That's crazy. This, um, Pretty shady, not that shady. Seven, out Seven of, out of ten. Yeah. yeah, feels about right. All right, let's
0: finish with some good old holiday shade. Mm-hmm. Shady story number three The holiday shade you asked for. When I was little and still teetering on the edge of Is Santa Real? My brother, who is five years older, came to me and said If you pretend to believe in Santa, mom and dad will get us more presents. My stupid brain was like, great, we'll do. Fast forward like a week and my mom said, your brother told us you said you were going to believe in Santa so that we'll get you more presents. I didn't tell her the truth, but I'm 31 years old now and it still bugs me. How dare he throw the weight of that on me? I think about it every December.
1: I would be so pissed. This kind of stuff I feel like still happen where it's like it's somebody else's idea and then they throw it back on you once they get caught like... How are they about to do that? You guys, I have the best oh,
0: no. story about our friend who we were talking about at this gingerbread making house, gingerbread house making party. I, I can never get it in the right order. I say gingerbread making house instead of gingerbread house. Anyways, at this thing, we were talking about how we all found out Santa wasn't real, which obviously mm. we, we need to put a little content warning at the beginning here. Don't let your kids listen to this with you right now.
1: Yeah, no, 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 no. Um,
0: too late probably for that though. But we maybe we tried. Yeah, shit. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. We'll see it at into Israel in the description. Um, but we were all talking about how we found out that Santa wasn't real, and she said the craziest thing. So our friend Shauna says, "Oh yeah, my parents every Christmas night." The Christmas night before Eve. Christmas, Christmas yeah. Eve, would paint her nails and while she was sleeping. So she would think, she was told from her parents that Santa painted her nails every Christmas Eve, and so she would wake up in the middle of the night, look at her nails, and if her nails were painted, she knew Santa came, and that's how she would know Santa came to her house. I mean, we couldn't believe it. <laughs> You're, and I go, you didn't think At that time, like to ask, no other kids were getting their nails painted by Santa. And like, she genuinely thought that Santa came to her house and painted her nails every night. Are we sure? And I was like, you know that that is just like not what, a universal experience. What was
1: their thought process there? Why
0: did they have to go the extra mile to paint her nails while she was sleeping? That seems incredibly difficult. She said she used to sleep with her hands on her chest so that Santa <laughs> would paint her nails.
1: And I did, was, like, did she want that to happen? Like, was that what she was asking for Santa? Like from Santa when she was little? Like, I want my nails painted n- no. for Christmas.
0: She just that's what they did, and that's how she knew Santa came.
1: That's the craziest story I've ever Isn't heard. Isn't it
0: so crazy? And I then, couldn't wait, get how over did She it? find out that
1: Santa wasn't real. Her nails stopped getting painted.
0: No. So she said one time she had a suspicion, and so while her mom was in the room painting her nails, she like opened her eyes and saw her mom painting her nails. And then she said she also like compared the handwriting to oh like her mom's yeah and it looked but very still, similar. Like. I was like, that is so risky for no reason as a parent. I feel like every parent is just always stressed out. Like, hopefully they don't catch me, you know. And then they're in there just straight up painting your, your nails. nails.
1: <laughs> That's yeah. wild. Yeah. Dude, was, do you know how I found out? I think this is like 90, I'm 99% sure this is like what confirmed for me that Santa wasn't real because I think at this, what, however old I was in some point in elementary school, I think there was like chatter talk of people saying yeah, it's not real or whatever but, like you don't fully believe that always when you're a kid and I was reading a book and I want to say it was one of like the like, Magic Treehouse books you know that brand and I remember it was like our class had gone to the library and everyone was just kind of like you had your book and you were sitting somewhere in the library and I was sitting over by the door that led to the computer lab by a case of books reading it and in the book the character found out and it was like certain that santa was not real and i was like why would they put that in a children's book looking back on it that like that is so crazy i did not yeah. know
0: that was in yeah the book. it was
1: in like one of the books where like the character the main character was finding out that santa wasn't real and like his parents were telling him or something like that and it, like it put, it wasn't like a book where it was like other kids were talking about oh, Santa might not be real, but it's never confirmed. Santa's kind of real in the book. No, it was like, Santa does not exist. That is messed up. Is not it? To be in our children's book?
0: Yeah, I feel like they should have vetted that and, like, not had that in the library. Yeah, or and I was like, oh, oh, shit. <laughs>
1: Um, and then what you call your mom. I don't know. I don't even know if I said anything to my parents about it when I read the like book. You were like the person
0: in the last story. You just wanted more gifts. What? No. <laughs> oh no. My gosh. No, I'm just kidding. Um Well, that concludes this week's episode. That's- and we're doing for the bonus content. We're gonna go through gifts that we got people this year, gifts we asked for this year. Um, and
1: yeah, that we'll see you guys after the holidays. All right, see y'all then. See you in the new year.
0: Bye, Bye everyone. everyone.